0: Welcome to Living the Awakened Path, a community for conversations about living consciously and aware. I'm Jada McLeod. I'm a naturopathic doctor with a clinical focus on hormonal health for women.
1: I'm Lisa Sabatini, a healer, helping people bring healed conscious awareness to their life and relationships. Thanks for joining us in this conversation as we illuminate living the awakened path in everyday life together.
0: Welcome back to our podcast. Lisa's here with me. And this week we wanted to talk about the concept of how our greatest gift is often planted in the soil right next to our deepest wound.
1: Mm. Yeah. And
0: yes, and how that has, that concept has, has been very much real for us through our little healing journeys. And uh, yeah, we're hoping that folks listening could take a moment, as Lisa said earlier, to pause and reflect. What else was it, Lisa, that <laughs> you said about that?
1: Yeah, that, and- that that topic, as you know, when you, you mentioned it, where you're saying that our, our greatest gift is so often just right next to our greatest wound. And just like kind of thinking about that, no matter where we are at in our wounds, You know, if we're right in it and, you know, when you're right in it, you can't really see um, the whole picture. You're kind of working Mm -hmm. through it, kind of working through that, that deep, dark shadow work, as some people call it, you know, the in, in the dark of it, in the thick of it. And you can't really see the whole picture, whether you're in that place or you're on the upswing, as you called it earlier, or no matter where you're at with the working through anything um Mm -hmm. that that it's kind of a pause and reflect Mm. and so how has it been for you if you're in in thinking about that as as like an example for you that brought that even brought that up to mind with that the greatest gift being right next to the greatest wound well,
0: I have the benefit of hindsight and time to be mm. able to reflect on this one. Um, if you'd asked me this 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been able to answer. But today, um, I would say looking back, you know, I would think it'd be my years of being in a fairly depressed state and being so low that I didn't actually even realize how low I was. Mm. and I didn't know it was depression. I just thought there was, like, just something fundamentally wrong with me, and that that's just who I was, and I had to sort of, like, just pretend that it wasn't there and, like, keep going and push it down. Mm. Um, and so the years of of pretending to be okay and sort of putting, like, this, super fake smile on and then you know coming home at night and uh you know ordering fast food and binge eating and going to bed at night and just crying for hours staring at my ceiling wondering mm-hmm. you know what's wrong with me asking like asking myself just like you know why my failure like just being in a really, really dark place for a really long time. Mm. Um, that, that was a wound that I, I'm still working on, but I would say that, um, it's a wound that I've healed. I've gotten a lot of healing from it and like the biggest gift that I've taken away from it, as I said, like with hindsight, um, is being able to really understand what it's like to be hiding in that way, like to be hiding pain, mm. and to be pretending to be okay, um, and and to sort of be trying to soothe that pain with any means necessary. Like for me, it was certainly food and um, like kind of feeling very victimized for the way that I did it. Like just, just by kind of being like, why me? And why do why am I so sad? And, you know, why am I such a fuck up? And, you know, just sort of like, just being in this like bad place. I, I understand what it's like to, to be there.
1: Mm.
0: And I understand what it's like to hide being there. And the gift for me has really been able to um, have more compassion and empathy like you know, when I whenever I talk to anybody, and you know, friends, family, like coworkers, clients, and and when they're saying like, "Yeah, I haven't been great lately," I understand how much courage it takes to even admit that it's maybe not been great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> versus like how bad it maybe is, and yeah. I like to sort of give people space to like not not feel ashamed of that.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that that is a that's a gift on its own to be able to mm-hmm. give that to other people. And I really like how you said I didn't I didn't even really know that I was mm-hmm. depressed.
0: Mhm. I had no idea. I just I just thought that I was lazy or I was a bad person. I had a whole bunch of stories about why I was feeling the way I was feeling. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that there were like major kind of wounds that were driving this depression
1: mm-hmm. that, and that I needed to heal. Yeah, that's and and I like how you just said that as well. Where it's not the depression that's the wound; that is a symptom of wounds mm-hmm. of something. Yeah, yeah. and um, to heal those 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 non-physical root causes starts to change how we do things, mm-hmm. how we're feeling. And, Absolutely. And and that so many people don't know that they're depressed. And it looks different for everyone. I like how you said, it. you know, this is how it looked for me. And it had a lot to do with food. But that was for you, and that's for many people. But then there's other things, you know, I think mm-hmm. – um, for me, it always came out as frustration or um, impatience, um, anger, you know, as I've talked mm-hmm. about a lot on, on, on our podcast, that those, those were how it came out for me. Suddenly I just had like no patience for anyone or anything. And I would just get frustrated at the drop of a hat and kind of snap. And, you know, and that, that's what depression looked like for me, that mm-hmm. something was going on and kind of at your last nerve. Right. You know, and yeah. so it's so it looks so differently for so many people. And I just love how you said I didn't know. And I think that so many people don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, all, and I think also, too, even if you have an inkling of knowing. My experience anyway, there's so much shame. Hmm. And there's so much for me, there was just so much shame in it that, like, I would, like, people would call me, like, good friends that I really wanted to talk to you would call me, and I just, I couldn't, because I knew that if they heard my voice, and they heard that I wasn't great, and they asked me, I didn't want to talk about it, because it was just, it was really confusing, mm. and, um, and then it kind of is a shame spiral, so I don't know if that's similar for you, Lisa, like, if you've been uh, depressed, or in a depressive episode, or whatever we want to label it, um, but like with how you do experience with the anger, like, do you have, sh- did you ever experience shame with that?
1: Absolutely. Is that not part of yours. Okay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even shame at the anger. It's just like, this isn't me. Why am I acting like this? That's terrible. You know, I feel mm-hmm. terrible. And that would spiral, spiral. And, and definitely, um, there have been times where I, um, I'm done with kind of talking about whatever it is that comes where I just, I, you know, let me just get to the healing.
0: (laughs) And I like (laughs) when
1: we were talking about, um, before we, we started recording how, um, you know, you mentioned that healing's not like a removal of things, that it's not just about removing things that if we are kind of coming to this okay here's the greatest wound and how is this greatest gift right next to it it's it's how is that even how are they even in the same place like that you know and Mm -hmm. and how that's that's the teaching that's the learning as we heal what the wound is that we learn things and so it's not like this removal of something it's more it's an alchemy Mm -hmm. it's um it's uh taking that wound and as we work into it shift it shifts and it and it changes and it becomes something we learn from and so like whether we're right in it as we we said in the in the top of the uh, podcast today if we're right in it we're not going to see that in the midst of something but if we pause and kind of reflect back on previous things that we've overcome or that we've transformed or, or worked through that there are those, those gifts in there, mm-hmm. you know, for, for what you were just saying is, is it's given you compassion. It's given you this ability to, to, you know, there's no, you can hold space for no shame where people don't need to feel shameful of, of how they're feeling or whatever spiral they're in or, or, or pattern. Because you have compassion for it, you understand how someone can get to that place
0: mm, absolutely and and also like i I feel like aside from the compassion and empathy, I also have a deeper understanding of myself
1: hmm which it
0: which, which is a huge gift, a huge gift for me um because as we were talking about. Like, you know, how you mentioned, you know, healing isn't about removing something, it's about alchemy and transforming it into something else, which often ends up being that kind of the gift or teaching or more expansiveness or like more love or whatever. Um, and like, I feel like when I was able to sort of work away at that, the what we're calling depression and kind of the beliefs I had about myself. Um, for me, the belief was very much like, I'm not okay, which is, I think, a fairly common belief that a lot of people are walking around with, at least in my experience chatting with folks, like, I'm not good enough. There's something deeply wrong with me on the inside, um, you know, that kind of idea. Mm-hmm. And, and to heal and get the gift from that was really to understand that um, that I've always been okay, and I always will be okay deep down. Um, and I think that for me that translates and I think that's why I'm able to not to help people feel like they're in a space of non no judgment with me because I see others as completely okay as well right with that idea that like we're all one
1: yeah
0: yeah so yeah that the gift you're teaching is there anything that you can think of Lisa from your life where
1: like that gift has come out from a deepest Like your deepest wound? You know, I I think that working through any wounds that are any kind of deep, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter the depth, really. It's that it is that coming to know yourself. Mm. Because that that is what spiritual growth is. When we're talking Mm -hmm. about kind of spiritual growth, what is that? That's inward turning. That's um, knowing ourselves at such a deep and great level. And to know everything about ourselves at a deep level, we have to do that deep dive into the stuff we don't necessarily like. And Mm -hmm. when we do that and we kind of climb the ladder back out and we go through all those layers as we climb back out, it, it's like man now I see the structure I see all the roots I see you know how this came to be how when I was a kid that um you know so and so yelling at me kind of taught me this and this and then that's how I evolved in this direction and this is how I learned this and that's really like the structure of what wounds are where you know where did they start how did they start and How did that create my response to things, my reaction to things, understanding, you know, the subconscious structure of who we are, which is kind of like, you know, knowing ourselves is a lot like an iceberg. We're aware of, Mm -hmm. you know, um, maybe Mm -hmm. say 5% of the top of that iceberg and then the other 95% is all below the surface in our subconscious. Like, why do I do that? I just do that all the time and I don't know why. And it's like, that is a structure that has been created, maybe not with our conscious mind. And so Mm -hmm. when we're working through those things, the real beautiful gift of any time I've worked through that stuff is really knowing myself. And we know what the interesting thing is, is that when we come to know ourselves so well in that way, um, Mm -hmm. and you know, having someone guide us through that stuff is really helpful. Like even healers need healers. We work with people because having that perspective of even your friends or, or anything like that outside of yourself is so valuable, Mm. so valuable. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, you know, knowing ourselves, coming to know ourselves, we, it also helps you to understand other people. Because Mm -hmm. they've had events in their lives, too, that have formed these types of patterns and structures that they may they may not be aware of, and all of these things. And so um, it's, you know, knowing really knowing ourselves, we come to really start to understand other people Mm -hmm. in a much Mm -hmm. deeper way. And I I, that is such a gift. It's a gift to when we really know ourselves we really start to understand our world, our reality, our, the place that we're in.
0: Mm -hmm. And that understanding, Lisa, would you say, like, what is the gift to understanding for you?
1: Um, How do you mean? Like, what's the
0: benefit? Like, what is the benefit to
1: this understanding? And knowing myself?
0: Yeah, knowing yourself, knowing the world, knowing the reality.
1: Yeah. And, you know, we all have our own different realities and that's okay. They don't have to match, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, uh, -hmm. they don't have to match for us to get along and and appreciate each other and our differences. But, um, the gift in, in, in my knowing myself means that I have peace, you Mm -hmm. know, it, it, it means that, um, I'm accepting of myself that I don't, um, berate myself that I'm not, uh, you know, my own worst enemy in some, in some ways I've made friends with myself on the deepest level. Mm. And so that means that no one can take that away from me, that that is the space that the center at which I enter every other space. And so, um, I don't have that inner conflict, you know,
0: hmm yeah
1: and if like there's, there's no inner there's, conflict there's no outer conflict
0: mm. yeah that's a really good point so like there's. it sounds like there's like a real inner solidity to who you are without any noise it's like a calm centered peaceful feeling inside when you're able to really know yourself
1: yeah and just accept you know that and have that compassion now to come to that I've definitely, (laughs) it's been like a bat out of hell a bunch of times where (laughs) the conflict is real. Um, And I, um, when I'm really in it, and I'm really working through that stuff and processing through all that stuff, I tend to get quiet. Because there's so much going on inside, that like Mm -hmm. the noise of outside is just becomes overwhelming. So like, I really turn in, I become much more meditative, um, I, I talk a lot less, you know, because there's, mm-hmm. it's almost like there's this full time dialogue happening inside of me. And so, right. um, it, I just become, I just become more quiet. I take more reflective time. Um, and we go, and I think that it's important for all of us to realize that we are going to go through those kinds of, um, um, ebbing and flowing of you know we don't always have to be this one way um absolutely that sometimes we'll be more talkative sometimes we'll be more quiet sometimes you know it's just Mm -hmm. um um and that's part of our that's that's part of the dynamics of being a human being I think
0: yes and you know that really reminds me of also what we're chatting about before we hit record was how important it is to remember that kind of when you're in one of those ends, let's say,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, or when you're really processing and you're kind of turning in, Lisa, and going quiet, like how lovely it is to know that you have folks in your life that like love you unconditionally and can hold space and allow for you to have that experience um, without wanting to jump in and like, fix it or, like, analyze it or be like, okay, okay, but, like, like, wh- what are you getting from this? What's the lesson? <laughs> <laughs> or even right? expectations, yeah. you know. Or any expectations because, like, that's what we're talking about today, right, is getting the gift or the lesson from the wound. But at the same time, like, when you're really in it, sometimes, like, you just have to honor honor the timeline of getting to that, that gift or teaching, And allow yourself to be where you're at and if where you're at is like in a quieter place or maybe it's in a really sad, you know, ordering McDonald's for the third time that week and shoving that burger in your mouth (laughs) or like, you know, being very angry and doing whatever you do when you're angry. Like if you're in that place and I think if you kind of try to resist it, um, it kind of lasts longer. That's at least been my experience. If I had just allowed myself to just be really sad and and lovingly allow that, I feel like I would have I would have woken up to like what was actually going on sooner.
1: With kind of the the resistance, kind of makes it drag on. In, yeah, in way. for me it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's um, it's such an interesting point, you know, because we. So often, just think, "Oh, okay. Well, um, I just gotta suck it up and get on with it," you know. Mm -hmm. And but there are really authentically true days where that is not the answer. Mm -hmm. Like that's not always the answer. Somehow, for some reason, we think that that is just always the answer. I don't, and I don't necessarily know that we that we think it. We just uh, assume it or. Believe it. Believe it, right? Because it's not like mm-hmm. if we thought it through, there might be some logic put on top of it and say, wait a second, this can't always be the answer because there isn't always just one answer for something. And so, because everything's dynamic, you know, there's not just one answer to rule them all <laughs> for anything <laughs> ever, you know. Yeah. Um, there's so many things to consider, but there are, you know, to sit back and say, hey, Um, maybe I'm going to try something different today Mm -hmm. and see how that goes. Yeah. I like to look at my, myself and my, my experiences as an experiment. Most of the time, (laughs) like my (laughs) life is an experiment to me, you know, I'm always like, okay, well, what if I try this? Then what's going to happen? Um, and that happens comes brings us back around to that where you were just talking about having friends who can hold space for that where in, and not having expectations. Because I feel so often that we put other people's expectations on ourselves where it's like, yeah. oh, they're expecting me to be upbeat and chatty. Um, mm. you, you know what? Maybe they're they they don't have to necessarily expect that if you did something differently and said, yeah, you know, um, I'm, it's just it's just how I'm rolling today. I mean, yeah. for the most part, I think people will be like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> I would say so. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, they'll be like, "I feel you." Yes, I've been
0: there. <laughs> I might do that too,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but for some reason, we're like, "Oh no, I have to be," you know. So often, we we can be like, "I have to be. I have to be what they what I think they expect," which mm-hmm. is upbeat and happy or whatever. But, um. You know, if they're disappointed by your your shift or change, then that's okay. They can they can get used to it too. Because if we change, things around us change, and um, change is not a bad thing. It's a it's you know. So I like to kind of just make turn myself into an experiment <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and just see. Okay, so what if I try this? Is it, well, that didn't go so well. What a, what about this? Oh, actually, that wasn't I. You know. I had interesting results when I tried that instead. Um,
0: I, I find for me, I sometimes have to do the exact opposite of what I actually, like, of what I've been doing or maybe what I want to do. Um, so, for example, like if I've been in a real rut and, yeah, like every part of me just wants to, like, stay in bed or curl on the couch with Netflix or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, but this is self-care. Like, I'm caring for myself. It's cozy. You know, it's really good. And I agree, like, there's certainly times where it's appropriate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then sometimes I'm like, okay, but it's not necessarily getting me to where I want to go. So maybe, playfully, let's try something different. Mm
1: -hmm. Even
0: if it's something, like, the exact opposite of what I want to do. So maybe that would be, like, putting on music and dancing or you know, getting out a journal or going for a walk or calling a friend or whatever.
1: Yeah. Especially if something's kind of been dragging on, you know, we have yeah. our few days of whatever it is we might need. And then it's like, Oh, but this is car- This is carrying on now. And maybe it's, yeah. it's gotten to you like an unhealthy zone. And that's going to be different for each of us. And, and so mm-hmm. that's the other gift of getting really getting to know ourselves is that mm. to recognize that in ourselves. Cause you know, most people unless it's like you know gone on for a really long time most people can't say exactly where that line is for you yeah you can say that for you mm-hmm. um but you really have to know yourself to do that and so w- working through um working through stuff helps you learn that helps you learn what you need um because I the, the truth is, I don't think most people do know exactly what they need. I have so many people come in and, and they say, I, I actually, you know what? I actually don't think I know myself like I thought I did. And mm-hmm. I hear it so often. And it's like, you know, that's fair. Because we have to turn inward for that. And we have to do a mm-hmm. lot of work to 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 get to that really knowing ourselves and so I love it when people say that because I'm like oh yeah you are ready now to to really start getting into it um for sure and that's exciting I think that's exciting
0: it's very exciting and I would say that I've gone through many layers of getting to know myself
1: Mm -hmm. you know
0: if I feel like every year I'm like oh yeah I'm getting to know myself a little deeper (laughs) which is true for really any relationship we have right (laughs) um we get to know each other differently with time
1: and we change right you know you don't Mm -hmm. you don't ever stop getting to know yourself I don't think I don't think that you come to a point where you know actually what is it the final stage of life where it's like you know um your final stage when we're You know, as the sages would say, preparing for you know our final transition, and we're in that reflecting, reflecting time, kind of reflecting Mm -hmm. back on our lives, and that I think at that point is is when you're going to know yourself. Maybe at like the peak of you knowing yourself is like really at the the final kind of reflection times, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and kind of being like, oh, you know, and 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 it's just it seems like it can almost be kind of an infinite reflection upon reflection upon reflection type of thing that, that we're always learning. We're always learning new things. We're always learning new things about ourselves and the things around us. And, you know, Mm -hmm. at the end of even our, our life or any kind of stage, we have a new perspective that we never had before. Mm. And so now we're looking at it with different eyes on top of that.
0: And when we're able to like reflect, whether it's, those last five minutes of our life, or even just at the end of the day
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, to look back and be like, okay, so, you know, maybe on a micro scale, there were some hard things that happened. So like, how, what have I learned from that, you know, to do that kind of reflection. And then when we we kind of come through the wound, and we're kind of on the upswing, and things aren't feeling quite so dark. And maybe we're, like, the timeline is moving us forward and we're into more of the gift. We can also really, like, take take time to reflect on it and not just sort of, like, you know, carry on and and keep going. Just to really say, like, okay, so that was, that was something. <laughs> <laughs> that was a chapter. <laughs> yeah. Whether it was, like, a month or 10 years or whatever it was, like, that was a hard chapter. And, like, what do I want to garner from that? what do i want to like take as far as like a gift or a lesson or an understanding or something and like to to kind of
1: intentionally bring it forward mhm you know to get the best mm-hmm. out of that yeah cuz yeah. i've heard people and, say so many times like oh i like i, w- I wasted my time on that it's no it's yeah. never time wasted because it took exactly the amount of time it needed to for you to get to the point you're at now. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a yeah. small amount of time. Sometimes it's a long freaking time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's never wasted, though. You, never. You, get, you get out of every second that we have, even if it's time, quote unquote, wasted, you learn mm-hmm. something from wasting time. Yeah. Which is valuable. You come to like, a conclusion yeah. that, man, that was time wasted. That was valuable time wasted. <laughs> like, it was, it was valuable. The most valuable. <laughs> the most
0: valuable. Like, I would say the years that I spent depressed, like, let's, I'm going to guess 10 um, mm. to varying levels of depression, um, were probably the most valuable years of my life. Mm. Because I really... As I said earlier, I'm not going to say it again, but like I just learned so much, so I wouldn't be who I am today if I hadn't had that time, and it was the exact right amount of time I needed to kind of get it to really get it,
1: yeah, um, amazing, so yeah, so they yeah. those gifts just right next to those wounds
0: like I right next they they're sharing the same soil,
1: yeah. They share space with each other because it's one side of the coin or the other. To know it's one symbiotic. is to know the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. it. Such a I cool, cool topic. We could talk on it for.
0: <laughs> we, do. Well, we do say that every single time we <laughs> the <one> of these. <laughs> Thanks so much, Lisa. Yeah,
1: thank you. Yeah, um, awesome. I look forward to our next conversation. Me
0: too.
1: I'll see you next time. <laughs>
0: so i'm jada and i'm lisa (laughs) thanks for joining us as we've illuminated living the awakened path in everyday life together together